the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I know a place. This is Crosswalk Colorado Springs on 100.7 The Word. Here's your host, Bob Bender. Good afternoon, Colorado Springs. Bob Bender here. Welcome to Crosswalk this Thursday afternoon. What a beautiful fall day. Praise the Lord for the opportunity for us to live in such a beautiful place. I had lunch today with the executive pastor of First Presbyterian Church, Pastor Dave, and he moved here from Houston about a year ago, and he just sang the praises of Colorado Springs, of course, compared to hot and hotter Houston, taking your life in your own hands when you drive around in Houston, Texas. So I hope we don't take our community for granted. The beautiful weather, the clean environment, the wonderful, wonderful atmosphere, both culturally, uh, spiritually, we experience here in Colorado Springs and our environs. Welcome all who are hearers and listeners our listening audience of Crosswalk from Pueblo up to Castle Rock. Praise the Lord for today. Remember now, Crosswalk Colorado Springs, we're here to encourage, edify, and to a degree, entertain. And I've promised you a word each time we gather. And don't want to disappoint you. After all, we are 100.7 The Word. I'm praying through Daniel and came to Daniel, the ninth chapter. Boy, that'll set you free. But anyway, 9, I think down about verse 23. I think it was Gabriel or an angel came to Daniel and said, As soon as you began to pray, a word went out, which I have come to tell you, for you are highly esteemed. I hope you've prayed today, dear friend. And I want to encourage you, we believe in God, we believe in prayer, we believe in believing prayer, and we believe in a prayer-answering God. As soon as you began to pray, a word went out. Do not underestimate your prayer life. Just begin to pray and watch God work. My personal opinion is there are three answers to prayer. Yes, now, yes, later, and yes, different. And I'll be addressing that in tomorrow's program, so hope you will join us then. Well, Lord, we welcome you here to our time. Thank you for the power of prayer. We praise you and bless your name from the rising of the sun to the setting of the same. May your name be praised, and may the joy of the Lord be our strength. In Jesus' name, we're grateful. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us. I have one of my dear friends here in the studio, Jeff Martin. He's one of the most influential individuals in Colorado Strings. Jeff and I say that sincerely and accurately. I call you the uh, the stealth Superman spiritually of Colorado Springs. This guy 
I mean, where do we start? This guy is a rock star, and God is using him so many ways in our community. And so we'll unpack that as we share together our time. Thank you, Jeff, for joining us. Thank you, Dr. Bob, for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. My pleasure, and I apologize a thousand pardons. I had you double-booked last week, and you're so kind to come in this week and make up for it. Appreciate your time. Well, Jeff, I, I mean, there's so many hats you wear. Let's start with your faith story. How did you come to know the Lord? Well, Dr. Bob, let me just tell you, um, I did not grow up in a Christian home. Not a guy who had a whole lot of vernacular around Christianese words, as I call them. Uh, didn't know the story about Jesus in, in early elementary school. Didn't come to faith uh, or hear the gospel for the first time, really, until late in high school. And uh, when I heard that, uh, uh, I heard the story of heaven. I heard the story of hell. I heard that I was a sinner, and I heard that uh, I was in need of salvation, and there was one way to, to get there. And uh, if you will, there was a little bit of a life insurance uh, or, mm-hmm. or fire insurance going on there sure. for me in that thought process, young, never hearing that story. But uh, I believe that Jesus was the only way. And so I believe that I accepted Christ uh, as that teenager, but uh, did not really have good uh, discipleship, not inside of my household. Uh, early on, my parents uh, weren't followers, weren't believers in Jesus. I could make you a double cognac and Coke. Because uh, that's what my father wanted when he came wow. in on the door that was in there. So uh, wow. a little bit there. Great guy, great man. I love my father dearly. Uh, but he just was not a follower of the Lord and was not leading our family at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was later on that my father ended up becoming a pastor and uh, as as a, as a, a repentant man and a man who now wanted to try to go and, and lead his family. Uh, I was an adult and had left home. Uh, he's pastoring, and he was trying to get me to come to church, and, and, and he would pester me, pester me all the time. Uh, I found myself being one of those CEOs, Christmas and Easter only, and uh, I would go to church uh, just to really get him off my back. And um, one Sunday, uh, I ended up uh, going to church. Uh, it, it wasn't Christmas. It wasn't Easter, and I wasn't a crisis going on in my life. Uh, and there was a guest pastor there preaching that day. I came in late. Uh, sat in the back row, and he began to open up God's Word and walk through my life. Mm. And uh, I'm having this conversation in my head as this is going on, and um, the conversation was kind of going something like this. I think this is a setup. Uh, how, how, how does this guy know what's going on in my life? And then Holy I'm, Spirit. Big yeah, time. and then I'm answering back and forth from there and, and just going, well, there's no way you could have known that I was going to be here, and uh, no way, because uh, I didn't know I was going to be here until just a few minutes before I got here and uh, didn't tell my parents. And uh, in any way, long story short, um, you know, I had uh, kind of had a, a bad experience at the church, had been hurt at the church, and so part of that discipleship process and not really engaging the church was because of that. And uh, and, and and as a baby, I didn't understand that there were unbelievers still in the church mm-hmm. and that uh, everyone that was in the church or walked through the church doors wasn't a follower of Jesus. And, um, and, and, and his message simply was this. Uh, some of you who had your eyes on Christ, you took them off of Christ, you you were looking at man inside of there, and God's got a message for you today. And it was a very powerful, holy message, Bob. He used three words to cut to my heart, and that was God's message is, get over it. Wow, uh, and that's and, a message some need to hear yeah, and right that, here today. That cut to my heart, and I repented uh, and mm-hmm. uh, and began to follow the Lord. I knew God, but I then began to follow the Lord as a young adult. Man, that's powerful. Get over it. And a lot of us do because we're hurt in church mm-hmm. and, you know, abiding sheep will, abiding sheep will bite. And so uh, that's a good, good word. 
And you started your journey as a fireman. That's correct. Okay. Uh, I spent 32 years in the fire service. Um, some of that was with the United States Air Force and with some FEMA teams. And then I ended up here in Colorado Springs in 1993 and finished out my career here in Colorado Springs with the Colorado Springs Fire Department. Wow. And then your dad pastored Open Bible Baptist. Was that what it was called then? Is that correct? That is correct. And uh, then you followed him? Yeah. I, wow. I followed uh, him after he had passed away. Um, the church had gone through a time where they were looking for another pastor. They called a pastor. That pastor didn't end up coming. Some folks left and uh, eventually got down to me, and uh, uh, and they called me to, to come and to serve and I got to be honest with you, Bob. I thought at that point uh, there's no way God could use me. Wow! Uh, I was a second class citizen in the kingdom. Uh, that somehow that uh, that I'm that I'm in, but I need to be in the corner somewhere. And, and God reminded me that He didn't just save me, but He fully restored me, fully redeemed me, and uh, allowed me to be part of the family business. That's a good word. I, I kind of felt the same way when the Lord called me, and that's a good word for all of us. Uh, God can hit a straight lick with a crooked stick, <laughs> and he's hard up for soldiers, so he'll take anybody. That's right. I think it's availability, not ability, isn't it? Absolutely. You're I absolutely mean, right. God uses ability, but he certainly uses availability more. So you're pastor of Open Bible Baptist. You've been there for 22 years, yes. uh, something to that effect. Yes, sir. That's absolutely correct. And... 30 seconds, what that's, that is the, one of the most unique churches in Colorado Springs. Why is that so? Well, we're a multicultural church. we got folks from all kinds of different backgrounds, different ethnicities, different races, different colors. Uh, we do our services in different languages. Wow. Uh, in terms of songs and, and in terms of even simultaneous, uh, the preaching and teaching. So, wow, that is unique and needed and a picture of heaven. Amen. A picture of heaven. And we'll get into however else God is using Jeff when we return Thanks for being a part of Crosswalk Colorado Springs this Thursday afternoon. Crosswalk Colorado Springs on 100.7. The Word. Welcome back, Colorado Springs, to Crosswalk. I have as a friend here in the studio, Jeff Martin. He is a 32-year veteran of CSP. FD, a fireman. He is a 22-year and counting (laughs) pastor of Open Bible Baptist. Now, Union and Fountain, where was that located? Yep, just Union Fountain, just uh, south of Memorial Park on the west side of the street. Wonderful, wonderful. 22 years pastor there. And uh, also, and the main reason why we have Jeff here today is because he is executive director of the Open Bible, Medical Clinic, and Pharmacy, and you have been there for 19 years in this position, right? Absolutely, sure have. What are you doing in your spare time, man? Yeah, yeah well, you know what I mean, Bob? you got to clone yourself sometimes. <laughs> Absolutely. Man, You're. I told you, he is the stealth spiritual superman of Colorado Springs. Well, t- t- tell me, you've got, you're have got you a fireman, and you're also a pastor, so how did this medical clinic and pharmacy come about then, I, I'm assuming, because of the convergence of these two positions. You're absolutely correct. And, you know, uh, sometimes we try, want to put a separation between the the secular uh, and, and the spiritual. 
And uh, and in this case, uh, we've seen uh, many patients coming to us through the 911 system that we're calling over again, over and over again, not because of heart attacks or strokes or traffic accidents and things that the system was designed for, but because they couldn't get in to see their primary care doctor. They couldn't have access to those things. They couldn't get access to their medications. And the only thing that or only entity that wouldn't take, turn them away was the emergency departments. And so they were calling 911 so that they could get uh, easy access in the emergency departments. And then at the same time, uh, you know, one of the things we start noticing at the church, many folks were coming by all the time looking for assistance uh, within the community. Uh, we we're known as a, a community partner, and people yes, would sir. come by for perhaps food or for gas money, for perhaps sure. rent assistance. And yeah. what we started seeing happening uh, really at the same time was people were coming in more and more going, I don't have money to be able to see my doctor. Can you uh-huh. help me with my prescriptions? Can you help me with my medications? Mm. And it was kind of those convergence of those two things where God was uh, – uh, showing me that uh, in my secular job with the fire department and the uh, same thing happening uh, at the church. Wow. Wow. And so God just gave you this vision. I mean, it started in germinal form. How did it develop? Yeah. You know, it's uh, one of those amazing things. It certainly has been a ministry of faith. Um, you know, when God laid that on my heart, there was kind of some affirmation that was happening uh, with my wife. We were doing some cleanup uh, in our church and we were looking at some of our rooms in our building. Our building used to happen to be the old Blair Business College and we had been wow. transferred over and we'd been working on it and room by room at a time. And we were looking at three rooms and we just both thought to ourselves, you know, I wonder what these rooms were used for. They kind of look like exam rooms. And we didn't say anything to one another as we were doing a cleanup. But later on that night, I said it to her and she said the same thing to me. Uh, and wow. uh, and we thought maybe God is calling us to do a clinic here at our church. But, you know, hey, we didn't have a doctor in our midst. We didn't have uh, any other money. We didn't have any other inroads, no experience really uh, in this area in terms of doing community health. Um, but you listen, if God will call you to it, he's mm. faithful to provide you with all the things you need to, to do the work. Wow. Where God guides, he provides. Feed that vision. God speaks to your heart. And if someone's listening, you've got a, a vision in your mind. Well, uh, the Bible says the vision is for the appropriate time. Wait for it. It shall surely come out of Habakkuk, I believe. I'm shooting from the hip here. Amen. So your your testimony verifies a scripture. And Jeff, I'm thinking I'll get to your mission, you know, values in a moment, but I'm thinking uh, two or three times in Matthew. I want to say Matthew like five, I don't know, thirty eight, eight something, where Jesus uh, Matthew takes a little uh, umbrella approach to Jesus' ministry and inserts this verse, and Jesus went about healing, preaching and teaching. And I think of your ministry, Jeff, I think of the Open Bible Medical Clinic and Pharmacy, and we'll get to your preaching and teaching in a moment. I'm just making an assumption here. But here you are, the tip of the spear, healing like Jesus healed, and then hoping that'll open up other doors. So help me with your your, your mission statement. What, what drives you? What's the passion? What's the mission of the Open Bible Medical Clinic and Pharmacy? Well, the the, the medical clinic and pharmacy is, is just simply a ministry outreach of the church. We want to show and share the love of Jesus. We want to love God, and we want to love others in very practical and very real ways. And this was certainly a need we saw in the community. 
And uh, and so we have just to partner and surround ourselves with other believers. It's just like the church. God's going to give some to do this and some to do these other things. And and so God began to send other people. And it wasn't just our church that has put this ministry together. I want to be quick to give credit to many, many other people who have uh, given their time, their energy, and their talents to just serve the king uh, by serving other people. And we have over 115 volunteers uh, wow. Physicians, nurse practitioners, uh, pharmacists, PAs, uh, nurses, and techs and staff, and uh, even administrative folks who are coming in and helping uh, make this ministry uh, part of the tip of the spear, as you would say, in terms of being and bringing healing to our neighbors and community members. Showing and sharing the love of Jesus. I love that. And that's so holistic in your approach to meet the total needs of people. So you have this vision, your wife, obviously, Dr. Frida, uh, pharmacist, licensed pharmacist. So obviously that's that's an asset. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's really amazing. You know, in the story of this, we first opened up the clinic, uh, and she's a pharmacist. So the, on the clinical side of the house, uh, that really was not her area of expertise. It wasn't later on uh, until uh, after we opened the clinic uh, um, that the mayor uh, came up with an uncompensated task force when – the city owned a memorial hospital before they leased it to UC Health. And okay. so they were concerned that taxpayers were going to have to uh, bear the burden of some of that uncompensated care. And part of the things that came out of that task force was a need for a community pharmacy. And they knew the work that we had been doing uh, as a church for the clinic, and they asked us to open up the pharmacy aspect of wow. the ministry as well. Uh, the, the promise was at that time, Bob, was that they would come in and they would find someone to take it over if we could just do the heavy lift and get it off the ground. Well, uh, we got it off the ground. Obviously, the Lord opened up all the doors for that, and uh, certainly that was one of the areas of expertise where my wife moved into there to bring her expertise to bear, and the pharmacy opened up. Uh, and after three or four years, a new mayor and the new and uh, uh, no one's going to come to look over there and take that from us. We folded those two ministries together, the uh-huh. clinic and the pharmacy. And there's certainly other far- clinics around uh-huh. uh, the state of Colorado, but uh, the pharmacy is unique. It's the only pharmacy like it in the state of Colorado. Wow. By like it, what do you mean? Uh, in the way that it functions and the way that it serves other folks. And so it's a free pharmacy wow. for folks who are who are qualified for that, um, that based on our eligibility requirements, we'll get to some of those things in just a little bit. Um, but um, the way that we get medications, and so a lot of times we're collecting medication from facilities all around the state. And previously in the state of Colorado, uh, medicines that went into places like nursing homes and, and mm-hmm. assisted living facilities, the the pharmacist uh, would drop those meds off. But if those meds weren't used, the state of Colorado had a law where pharmacists had to come in and was paid to destroy those medications. Wow. We were able to get that law changed, wow. uh, and then we were able to collect those medications and to redispense them out to our patients. And so that's one of the ways we're able to fund this. And so your tax dollars, which is where most of those medications are coming yeah. from, from Medicaid and Medicare patients, wow. are not now being destroyed. They're being reused and redispensed. They're obviously they're hermetically sealed and then they perfectly good, Un- unexpired. Yeah, wow. no tampering. I didn't issues know like that. that. That's that's yeah. helpful. Yeah, man, yeah. how the Lord put that together. But that had to be a challenge launching this thing. Yeah, you know, there are challenges all along the way, and I look back over it, and if I thought that I was going to have to do all the things that we had to do, I certainly would have never done it at the (laughs) beginning of those things. But God just unfolded his plan little by little. Our job was to just remain faithful and walk through each door that he called us to. Wow, wow, and how the Lord has honored that. So you started off with how many volunteers at the beginning? 
Well, we started off with about uh, a dozen volunteers. Wow, uh, both and, docs and pharmacists, uh, I guess, or docs, pharmacists, or nurses, uh, yeah. and some administrative folks. Wow. And uh, we just started seeing patients in the church. You started in the church we, per se. Absolutely, we were in the church building. We took uh, the nursery rooms and Sunday school rooms, and we moved tables and chairs around, and we turned them into patient waiting rooms, and then we turned those things into exam rooms, and we just started seeing patients. Wow, wow. Well, we're going to see how this thing unfolded and what exponentially grew to impact many, many lives. Stay with us. And it's such a joy to have Jeff Martin here from the Open Bible Medical Clinic and Pharmacy. Bob Bender, I'll see you in a moment. This is Crosswalk, Colorado Springs, on 100.7 The Word. Welcome back, Colorado Springs Crosswalk. This Thursday afternoon, we have Jeff Martin here in the studio, Executive Director of the Open Bible Medical Clinic and Pharmacy, along with 32 years as a firefighter, 22 years as a pastor, 19 years as this Executive Director. I get tired just repeating all that, Jeff. Yeah, I get tired thinking about it myself, Bob. (laughs) As is your day, so shall your strength be. Amen. I'm sure that's a verse the Lord has given you many times as you launch this ministry to the lost, the least, the lonely, the left behind, the left out in our city as we, I'm assuming, that we have a lot of strata of needs in our community, in our city but the but the working poor, especially in these inflationary times, has to be a challenge. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. There's a lot of people out there. They're really putting their best foot forward. They're trying to make ends meet, uh, and unfortunately, they just cannot afford their health care. It has gone through the roof. Uh, they, it's outside of their control. Uh, even our state programs are outside of their control, mm. and they're having to make difficult decisions on whether I'm going to pay the rent, I'm going to buy groceries, or I'm going to fulfill my prescription. And that's just the place we don't want them to be. That's right. Well, you're making life a a little easier for them in this space. And we're going to talk about where this ministry is at this point. Very, very impressive. But if you have a question for myself or Jeff, call 1-844-500-WORD, 844-500-WORD, 500-9673. Or text 719-315-1726, and we will hear from you a question, a comment as to how you might get involved. We'll talk about that in a moment, or a question you have for Jeff or myself. So where are we now? How many how many volunteers do you have? I think you mentioned a while ago in the hundreds. And then how many patients are you seeing, like on an annual basis, or is it cyclical? When are you open? This kind of thing. Absolutely. So like I said, we've been open about 19 years now. Uh, in total for the clinic and the pharmacy, um, we've got over 115 wonderful, amazing volunteers wow. from all kinds of different uh, uh, walks of life, from all different types of churches. Uh, this really is a, a community of faith uh, ministry. It kind of started with our church, but certainly, uh, you know, quite often I was thinking about the other day, yeah. only about three or four of the volunteers come from our church. Most wow. of the other volunteers are coming from churches from all over our city. Well, that's and our, influence. The Church of College Springs coming together to really meet the needs of our neighbors and, and community members. And so um, we are now open on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, on Tuesday from 5 to 9, on Thursdays from 10 to 2, on Saturdays from 9 to 1. 
Um, you can go online okay. at openbiblemedical.org. That's openbiblemedical.org, and you can look at our eligibility requirements, uh, see if you're someone who would be eligible. Uh, we see patients from 18 to 64 years of age, uh, and you can make up to 200% of the government poverty level guidelines. All that information is on the website. Um, and then you can make an appointment to, to get eligible, and then you can be seen. And once you your eligibility has been determined, you're able to then use the clinic and the pharmacy for up to a year. Wow. Uh, and so you can come in there, uh, make your primary care appointments, things, or whether it's around diabetes or hypertension or you're an asthmatic or whatever the case may be, uh, we have staff to be able to treat all of those things. We also have wonderful partners at this point in the stage of the ministry that also have expanded care so that we have other ancillary services for our patients. And so we're able to provide uh, blood work uh, through Quest Diagnostics. We're able to provide imaging, uh, wow. uh, x-rays, MRIs, across Springs Imaging has partnered with us. The hospital systems have partnered with us, and we're able to get some specialty referrals for our patients if we need things around ortho or endocrinology or any other type of specialty care that we can't handle within mm-hmm. our clinic. We're able to refer those patients out. They're able to get those care and then come back and be followed up and, and treated inside of our clinic doors. Wow. And, and where, where's this located, Jeff? Well, we're located at 555 East Castilla Avenue. Okay. Uh, yeah. And so um, we would love for you to be able to point your friends, your neighbors, your coworkers, if there is a need we have capacity. We can continue to help meet that need, and so there's not a waiting list. We're happy to be able to serve our community, our neighbors. Great. And that website again? It's openbiblemedical.org. Okay. You're open when again? It open on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Tuesdays from 5 to 9, and Thursdays from 10 to 2, and Saturday from 9 to 1. Wow. Well, that rolled off your tongue. I couldn't say that if I was paid to. Mm-hmm. So that's good that uh, you're open when they need you to be. And you're ministering to lots of folks. Like, how many in a week? How many in a year? What's what's the numbers here? We're, we're seeing, numbers have meaning. Yeah, we're absolutely. We're seeing uh, close to about 600 patients a year. A lot of our patients uh, have put off their health care for a long time, and yeah. so uh, things have kind of built up, if you will. Yeah. Uh, and so there's not just one medical issue or two medical mm. issues. Some of those things have compounded themselves, and so. You know, it's not uncommon for us to have an hour, hour and a half of initial appointment with a new patient where typically you're going into a doctor's office and maybe getting 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, it's really that intensive type of care that we're doing. And then there's a ton of repeat uh, uh, appointments that sure, need to happen yeah. as we continue to try to stabilize our patients. Right. And you're seeing some W's there. You're seeing some folks come in broken and walking away better shape. Absolutely. And we're seeing this in ways that, you know, this is just always amazing me because God works in so many different ways that I can't even think about sometimes. And so some, and some of those, let me describe some of those to you. Uh, you know, obviously we're able to see some of the patients and we're seeing some of the physical health uh, wins that are in there. People who um, either diabetes was out of control and now we're able to get that back under control. Uh, their, their blood pressure was under, was out of control, mm. uh, congestive heart failure, things wow. of that nature. Yeah. Recently had a, a single mom, her child is uh, uh, uh on Medicare, this Medicaid, the state program, but she doesn't qualify for that uh, and just didn't have a place to get care. Uh, We're able to help provide some care for them and and then refer her over to some women's health. Um, But also we see um, from the pharmacy side of the house, there there are many other clinics that are similar to our clinic around the state of Colorado 
we're also able to provide those clinics with medications to over 12 different clinics around the state of Colorado from our pharmacy, since we're the only one that has a pharmacy like that. And then another, you know, intangible that I wouldn't have thought of uh, before is we've got a lot of volunteers. Many of them are young. They're coming in. They want to serve. They have a heart to serve. They really haven't figured out where they want to be. And now they've kind of decided, you know what, uh, uh, because of this experience, I want to go on to medical school. I want to go on to pharmacy school. And so we have over 30 people who have come in and volunteered and now gone on to medical school, pharmacy school, to nursing school, and they are now practicing in that field. And I believe that they're being able to deliver a different level of compassionate care because of their experience with us. And so just another way that God works. But I don't want to leave out the most important thing. What's that? And that is we are not ashamed of the gospel, Mm -hmm. uh, for it is the gospel uh, of Jesus Christ, the gospel that has the power to change lives. And uh, we share the gospel unashamedly there. We believe that the spiritual care, spiritual component of what we do at the clinic and pharmacy is the most important thing that we do. We talk to our doctors. We talk to our pharmacists. We're able to pray with patients in the exam room. Uh, Our medical director just recently uh, uh, shared Christ with one of our patients. Uh, That patient accepted Christ and was attending Sunday service with his physician sitting in the row that was in there. And I I won't say what that church is. I don't want to give information around that particular patient. But but that was just an amazing thing that just recently happened. And, And we see that happen over and over again. And then on the pharmacy side, the house. Every time a patient receives a prescription, we give to them what we call a prescription for life. And mm. we share the plan of salvation in a written form as well. So we open our mouths and we share the gospel. We do it in written forms that's there. Um, we pray with patients inside of waiting rooms. Now, we do this in an unintrusive way. Uh, I don't know about you, but when I'm sick, I'm a big baby. I don't yeah, really yeah, want to, yeah, right. to hear a whole lot of different things. Just get me my medicine, get me feeling better. But the beauty of this ministry is, like I said, we'll see these patients for up to a year, and we get a chance to build a relationship, right. build a rapport that's in there, and uh, and we can share. Wow, that's powerful. The heart, the hands of Jesus. Amen. To the lost, the least, the lonely, the left behind, the left out. And Jesus went about healing, preaching, and teaching the kingdom of God. And that's what the Open Bible Medical Clinic and Pharmacy is about. Join us for our last session, and you'll hear some exciting words and testimonies. Crosswalk, Colorado Springs, on 100.7, The Word. Welcome back to Crosswalk this Thursday afternoon. I have here in the studio Jeff Martin, Executive Director of Open Bible Medical Clinic and Pharmacy with his beautiful wife, Dr. Frida Martin, tip of the spear in ministering to the needs of our community. And I know you're as excited as I am to hear what God is doing in this regard because perhaps as a listener, you were unaware of this ministry. And we're looking forward to visiting with Jeff a little more about this, thinking about things that are upcoming, maybe you're unaware of. Our Pastor's Appreciation Dinner is October the 26th at the Flying W Ranch. Scholarships are available. We want to make sure your pastor's there. So get the word to him. And, Pastor, I'd love to see you there. It's going to be a great, great event, an annual event with guest speaker Pastor Jack Hibbs. Well, Jeff, I am assuming those 30 you you mentioned 
who went into the medical field, they all went in as committed Christ followers. Amen. You're absolutely right. Wow. You know, okay. And uh, God just used them. Some of them were coming out of school. Some of them were in the military and just finding a place to volunteer. And they were on one track. And God just, just changed that direction Man. and trajectory for them in their lives. That's great. Now the Lord has used you and your wife. And I could see how, you know, it's amazing how we look back on our lives, Jeff, how the Lord just kind of put pieces together along the way. Almost makes a Calvinist out of me, but I'm not. I'm a sovereignist, not a Calvinist. We can see God's hand just preparing us and equipping us, certainly in your life and in Frida's life. And I'm making an assumption here as well. Uh, Jeff, I, I bet you get the whole spectrum of people with backgrounds. Uh, I would assume maybe even some of the working poor or committed Christ followers. Absolutely correct. I mean, uh, sometimes this is just the way uh, that God has used to meet their needs. Uh, They've cried out to God, and uh, they know the Lord, and uh, they're following God, and uh, this was a need, and this is one of the ways that God has made provisions for those of us who are following Christ. And so folks that might be from homeless situations, some folks might be working, uh, but not able to fa- afford this. Some may be believers, some may be unbelievers. Uh, whatever the case may be, uh, we're serving everyone. Wow, wow. I wouldn't be surprised if folks come in, uh, sexual identity issues, transgender issues, these the, the, the whole gamut, right? Absolutely. Uh, wow. We see people from all different walks of life, and uh, we are open to everyone. Amen. Uh, and we share with everyone, again, in a way that's loving and respectful, um, but unashamedly, Amen. Uh, we share. Because uh, there's all kinds of data that's out there beyond just what we know, that the things that God can do. The science also backs this up. I mean, uh, there's articles after articles that will tell you that if you're part of a faith community, if you're someone who has regular prayer in your life, and these are, th- these are articles that are peer-reviewed coming from secular organizations that affirm the fact that you're going to have a lower depression rate, you're going to have a lower anxiety rate, lower lower suicidal ideation. Mm -hmm. Uh, These are the benefits of spiritual care as well and the holistic approach. Wow. And I bet, speaking of that, you've had folks come in greatly depressed, maybe with suicidal ideations, right? Yes, we've had folks that are in those categories, and uh, we've had folks come in, and and, uh, God has made a change and a change of direction in their life. Hope is coming to their life, and healing is coming to their life, and and we've had some of those folks that we were serving. uh, They are now no longer patients. We have a a two-year guideline, uh, but they are now volunteering. Wow, wow. What a transformation of life and investment and life change to those who come into your clinic. I'm just asking, do you have a psychologist there to kind of help with these deep psychological needs? What do you do there? Yes, we also do behavioral health and mental health as well. So we have a psychiatrist uh, that is a volunteer. We have uh, mental health counselors as, as well. Uh, so that's rare to have a psychiatrist. Even if you've got insurance in our city, Bob, yeah. uh, it's hard to get in to see uh, a psychiatrist. And yeah. so to be able to have a psychiatrist that can help our patients really is a huge benefit. Wow, wow. Again, uh, the heart, the hands, the voice of Jesus to the lost, the least, the lonely, the left behind, the left out. Uh, surely this is the heart of God. And Jesus said, as you have done to the least of these, my brethren and cistern, uh, you've done it unto me. And I'm sure you've thought about that many times. Absolutely. It's just part of how we're all encouraged and we're encouraging one another, the opportunity to be able to serve God, to serve his kingdom, to serve his people, uh, to serve him in the family business, if you will, 
Uh, it is such a blessing to be able to be used by God. And sometimes you think to yourself, how am I going to be able to do this? I'm always reminded of Moses. You know, when Moses, God meets Moses at the burning bush, God mm-hmm. calls him to do this work. And God says, what's in your hand, right? You've oh, got good. this staff that's, that's in here. And that's, hey. that's part about how we started the clinic. We just simply looked with what we had. We started from there. and We kept working. And uh, God was faithful. Wow. Now, how is, how is this finance? This costs money. Absolutely, it does. Uh, you know, the good old-fashioned way is, uh, you know, part of my job is to tap dance and hold out my hat. And, uh, and so um, I'm asking other people to join us financially to help us to be able to provide for this. Our building is paid for. The vast majority of our staff are volunteers, so we have a very low uh, overhead financially, but we do have to pay for some medicines. We do have to pay for durable medical supplies. We still have to pay for utilities and things like that. Uh-huh. Uh, and so many times individuals are, are donating, you know, and if, if we're always looking for every year to have at least 50 to 60 individuals that will give us $50 a month, if you can give us $50 a month, that will help take care of the needs of one patient. Uh, we're looking for churches that are being willing to, to I know it's budget time, most of the churches, it isn't yeah. our church, and uh, if a church would be willing to give $100 a month, if we had 40 of our churches in our city that would give $100 a month, we had these individuals, along with some of the grants that we write, we're able to be fully funded. Wow, that's great. Again, the Lord's providing, sometimes it's challenging, but he always comes through, right? Absolutely, he does. You know, I, I never know where the next dollar is going to come from, and I think sometimes people think that I'm kidding when I say that. Even recently, as just a few months ago, we were having a conversation going, well, uh, we don't see where the funds are going to be coming in, and and uh, it wasn't shortly after that we had enough funds to continue through the rest of the year. It really is a, a month-by-month ministry uh, some people say that's not sustainable, but God, in, in his sovereignty, has sustained it that way for the mm-hmm. last 19 years. Jeff, let me just say something. don't know if you're going to agree with me or not, but most of us, myself included, do not know what it means to live by faith. Amen. I, I get a paycheck. It's regular. It's there every month, and I, I've never been there. So kudos to those who have tapped into that. And again, our verse of the day, as soon as you began to pray, a word went out. So I'm sure you guys sought the Lord. You Amen. prayed, and God has answered. Amen. Bringing your resources, bringing your people, bringing your volunteers. Uh, that's awesome as you continue to be used of the Lord. Well, uh, the listener out there, how, how could they be involved? Well, a few different ways. First of all, pray for us. You know, we, we, we desperately are in need uh, of the Lord's provisions. We're in need of the Lord's guidance, the, the Lord's discernment uh, as we make decisions day in and day out. Uh, pray for us financially. Uh, pray about how you might join with us financially. And then uh, think about maybe volunteering. Maybe you're not yeah. a doctor, you're not a pharmacist, but we need administrative folks. We need we need receptionists. We need people to help us with paperwork, with the, with the eligibility process. We need people folks to help us with security. Uh, We even have a volunteer position to help feed some of our volunteers on that Tuesday night. A lot of our Uh volunteers are coming after eight or 10 hour shift, wherever their normal job is. Uh And they come straight to the clinic and pharmacy and they're going to work another four or five hours. We learned that if we want them to serve with a smile, we need to feed them. And so one of our volunteers just brings a meal on Tuesday night. So if you have the gift of cooking or the gift of buying a meal Mm -hmm. and wanted to do that, that's an opportunity uh, so you can come and you can volunteer uh, and then uh, share with your church about how your church can be involved. Uh, invite us over. We'd be happy to come and share about the ministry. And then lastly, if you know a friend, if you know a neighbor, if you know someone, there's actually a referral sheet on the website. Again, okay. openbiblemedical.org. You could go on there. You could put their information in and we would contact them and uh, and say, hey, 
a friend of yours has referred you, and uh, we'd like to be able to help you. So oh, if it's in great. your church, or if it's your neighbor, if it's Good. a coworker, whatever it may be. Amen. Amen. Openbibleclinic.org. Openbiblemedical.org. Openbiblemedical.org. See the website. Jeff, thank you. Enriching, challenging. Bless you. Bless this ministry. Thank you for being a part of Colorado Springs. Dr. Bob, thanks for having us. We're so grateful to be here. God bless you all. Have a great evening. Point seven. The word. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.